I actually interact a lot with my audience. If I was just going to be quiet, then, you know, well, I wouldn't stream at all. The whole point <laughs> of streaming for me <laughs> is that I can talk to everyone and have a chat and, like, not feel alone while I'm drawing. So it's a lot of fun. Why do you think your audience find your VTuber character and your personality appealing? Gonna try to ask me to try to compliment my own personality? <laughs> That's a difficult question, you know? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Vivid Talks. Today, we have a very special guest, Pcat, who is a artist that specializes in drawing anime and video game artwork. She does a lot of live streaming as a VTube character avatar and demonstrates how to do her artwork drawing while she's streaming. Welcome back everyone to Vivid Talks. Today we have Pcat who is an amazing artist and she has her cute little avatar that's joining us here today. Pcat, would you like to introduce yourself and let us know what you do? Yeah, hello everyone. I'm Pcat. I'm actually a programmer, but in my free time I like to draw and I'm an art streamer, so it's nice to meet everybody. So I have a question. Where did you get your name from? And that egg is super cute on your head. Is there a reason why you designed your character like that? I had a joke username that was Pikachu related a long time ago, and that's the one that kind of stuck. And I kind of combined it with my own name, which ends with a T, so I squished them together and it became Pcat. <laughs> As for the egg, I'm just a huge egg enthusiast, which is pretty much the most perfect food, in my opinion. You can have it sunny side up, which is the best way of having it. You can have it scrambled. You can have it poached. There is no bad way to cook an egg. Well, unless you hard boil it for too long. That's true. And I really love how you can see the yolk, like, moving on your head. That's super cute. I was very careful about that. Yeah, look at it jiggle. What got you started to be an artist? To be honest, when I was young, I kind of always wanted to be an artist. But then, you know, my parents decided that it would be a better idea for me to find a career where I could actually earn some currency. So that didn't end up panning out for me. No, no. So, <laughs> so I did. That's why I'm a programmer, which, you know, I really love. So that was really lucky of me. But now that I'm a bit more settled in my career, I decided to pick up what I originally wanted to do as a kid. So what motivates you to continue drawing? Because I guess if you're working like as a programmer, it might be difficult to have time to do both at the same time. Oh yeah, that's kind of hard actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really realize it at the time when I started again like a few years ago. Well, I've been drawing for a long time, but I restarted a few years ago. Drawing is kind of a full-time thing. You kind of have to do it all the time. I was just hanging out in a gaming Discord server, and then there was a little art channel, and I was like, hey, I used to draw as well. I'm going to get started. And I started doing it and realized this is actually loads of fun. So then I started posting it online, and then started streaming, and now I have a VTuber model. One thing just kind of led to another. What do you do when you're streaming as a VTuber? Do you showcase your drawing? Is that what you do? I'm mostly an art streamer. I did start streaming games pretty recently, but but primarily I stream art. And what kind of artwork do you draw? Mostly weeby anime stuff. It's the kind of stuff that I would have loved to draw when I was a teenager, but I was too embarrassed. And now I'm an adult, I'm not ashamed anymore. I'm just gonna draw whatever <laughs> my teenage heart would have wanted and loved. What got you into using a VTuber avatar instead of saying streaming with your actual face or just showing your hands? The fact that I can add a bit of interactivity to stream without having to shower. If I haven't showered for three <laughs> days, nobody can tell. That's basically it. Also, it's if I pick convenient. my nose, no one can tell. How often do you stream as a VTuber? I try not to have a strict schedule because, you know, I, I do have a full-time job. Stuff happens. Sometimes crunch happens. Sometimes, you know overtime happens it's not great but it happens and sometimes i'm just tired i do try to stream three to four times a week although on which days it's hard to say 
Do you find anything that's particularly challenging as a streamer, especially say like a VTuber? I haven't been streaming for super long, but I used to be like super, super self-conscious about my voice. Actually, when I was younger, people used to make fun of me for my voice. They used to call me cow voice. So that was kind of, it made it difficult to get started. Your voice is so soothing to listen to though. And you sound super, I guess, experienced <laughs> with speaking. Well, thank you for saying so, but I guess streaming a lot does help. I actually have a stutter as well, but just streaming constantly, consistently over like, I think it's been a year now, just really helped me build confidence. And now I'm a lot more comfortable with the way I sound and the way I speak. So streaming actually has been really good. You know, I mean, they can still say cow voice. My voice isn't as high pitched or cute as maybe some people would like, but uh, it's my voice. I'm happy with it now. Oh, everyone has their own distinct voice. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're comfortable with yours. What type of audience usually watches your streams? I feel like it's mostly artists. Oftentimes it's people who want to learn how to draw because while on stream, I usually like to stream practices and studies and I like to talk about what I'm thinking while I do those. So I think that people who are trying to learn to draw find it very useful. At least that's my hope. Do you have a lot of people asking you questions saying, oh, can you show us how to draw this or this technique or how do you do this or use this specific tool? Sometimes people ask me things like, oh, I wish I could have cleaner line art, for instance. Do you have any tips for that? What kind of practices or studies or drills like, can I do to improve my line confidence? So yeah, I get questions like that a lot. Usually some streamers, they like to, you know, be quiet and just kind of stream and soothing. But do you find you have a lot of interaction with your audience? And is that the type of uh, streaming style you like? I actually interact a lot with my audience. If I was just going to be quiet, then, you know, well, I wouldn't stream at all. The whole point <laughs> of streaming for me <laughs> is that I can talk to everyone and have a chat and like not feel alone while I'm drawing. So it's a lot of fun. Why do you think your audience finds your VTuber character and your personality appealing? gonna try to ask me to try to compliment my own personality? <laughs> That's a difficult question, you know? <laughs> well, if I had to imagine why... I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, shifty eyes. I, I, ne <laughs> I never really started streaming or really posting things online with the intent of like appealing or gaining an audience. I'm just like, all right, I'm learning how to draw. If people want to come along for the ride, that's great. Maybe they just enjoy watching you draw or getting some tips from you. Yeah, maybe it's that. <laughs> I hope it's something like that. <laughs> what is your workflow when you're working on a piece of artwork? Like how long does it take to draw? And how do you start off with uh, inspiration? Well, for inspiration, at least, I know there are different types of artists. There are artists with too much time, but not enough ideas. But for me, it's the opposite. I always have lots of really dumb, silly ideas that I just really want to express. Because for me, drawing is more a form of communication. I guess it's a pretty standard one. I don't really like rendering or shading very much, so I just do a sketch, then I do line art, do flats, and then apply colors. Pretty basic. As for the ideas, I think I get a lot of them while I'm in the shower. I'll just be randomly showering, <laughs> then I'm thinking like, oh boy, wouldn't it be really funny if I drew an anime girl as a hot dog? That'd be really funny, wouldn't it? Then I just, <laughs> then I just do it. Can you give us an example of a really fun project you worked on? I mean, I actually did draw Hatsune Miku as a hot dog and then opened commissions to draw characters as hot dogs, and that was unexpectedly popular, let's say. Oh, do you get a lot of people requesting commissions from you? Or how do you find the workload as an artist? I rarely open commissions. I mean, I'm very fortunate to have a full-time job. So unlike a lot of other artists online, I don't need to take commissions to live comfortably. So that's really lucky, which is good because I really enjoy drawing for myself and drawing my own ideas. And whenever I draw take commissions, I tend to get a little bit grumpy because I'm like, oh boy, I could be drawing this other funny idea I had in the shower, but now I have to draw your stuff and I don't like this. Oh. So <laughs> I typically don't really take commissions, maybe for friends once in a while. Right. So you can just focus on what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't really do really fancy backgrounds or fancy rendering. I just tend to draw a bunch of characters and maybe do some simple cell shading. But I try not to take longer than four or five hours, I think. It takes longer when I stream, though, because I spend a lot of time talking, so it's hard to say. <laughs> How often do you create a new piece of artwork? I do draw most days, I think. I guess I can make one, like, maybe three a week, something like that. I don't really oh, try to wow. set a schedule or anything. I just draw when I feel like it. Sometimes I decide, like, I don't feel like drawing anything. I'm just gonna do some practice or do a lot of studies. It really depends. But if I'm really feeling in the groove, yeah, something like that. What would you say would be your proudest moment in your artist career? I feel like I'm still on my journey of learning, so there isn't any particular drawing that I'm proud of, but I am really proud of the people and the friends I've met along the way. I don't know if that sounds cliche or something, but <laughs> for me, actually, drawing has really helped me get to know a lot of really awesome and interesting people, like the VTuber community is awesome, and then various other artist communities. Everybody is so supportive and helpful, and I've gotten to know people that I would honestly be too scared to talk to before, so I don't know if I'd say I'm proud of that but that's definitely the coolest part of being an artist. Right, so I think you're just grateful for like the opportunities to meet all these yeah. new yeah, cool yeah, yeah. friends. And can you tell me more about that? Like, is there a crazy encounter that you had with some other artists? I guess it's more that like, you know, people, artists I've been idolizing all my life and now I can like actually talk to them and I'm like, whoa, that's like really blowing my mind. Although a funny thing is that some of the artist friends I got to know, I got to know through programming, through my job, because I work for a game oh. development company and there are some pretty awesome artists in there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have a reason to have a relationship with them beyond just a professional one if I had just stayed a programmer. Do you find that like being an artist helps with your programming career in any way or just more of a side hobby? Absolutely not. It's completely unrelated. It has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with my career to the point where when sometimes when I'm practicing art, I'm thinking like, huh, could be practicing programming actually, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's strictly a hobby, but it's a lot of fun, so it's fine. Well, I guess hmm, now that you mention it, for my actual job, you know, right now, day job, no, it doesn't do anything. But one of the reasons besides, you know, just having friends to draw with that I started drawing, one of the reasons was that one day I want to make my own game. And because I'm a total control freak that has to control every single aspect of everything in the game, so I had to write my own code, there's a specific artistic vision that I want to achieve. So that was actually one of the reasons I started drawing as well. So I guess if I ever start my own studio, then yeah, it would have something to do with programming. Do you have any game or storyline in mind that you were thinking of? Or have you started working on scripting or anything like that? Well, I haven't started right now. But like any other aspiring indie game developer, yeah, of course, I have like millions and thousands just ideas like all the time that you're thinking, I should do this idea, I should do that idea. Am I actually working on any of them right now? Turns out that I got really, really sidetracked with drawing because it's way too fun. So now I'm just drawing and not thinking about making games. <laughs> do you think you'll be pursuing that anytime soon or maybe in the future? I don't know if it's soon because right now I'm really happy with where I am in my programming career. I'm also really happy with I'm progressing as an artist. So I'm kind of happy with the course of things right now. I definitely want to do in the future, but I'm not sure when that would be. What would you say would be your next goal as an artist, like say for 2021? I don't know if it would be accurate to say that I'm happy where I am as an artist, but I mean, even though I literally just said that, but I am happy with how <laughs> I'm progressing. One thing I'd really like to make is like, I want to start my own webtoon or comic to delay my whole dream of making a game even further. That's what I want to do. 
<laughs> Have you started planning anything for that yet? Or yeah, I've had some more actionable ideas. Kind of rough though, because starting a comic is kind of daunting. But we'll see where that leads me. Have you thought about the style, like more black and white, kind of the traditional Japanese manga style, or like the webtoon scrolling, full color kind of style? I've always been really curious about webtoons because I think they're actually like manga is great and all, right? I love it, but. For a modern digital format, webtoons actually really interesting. It's like designed from the ground up to be read on a screen, a mobile screen specifically.、Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could reach a lot more people than traditional manga. You know, rather than、mm-hmm. pretending right, right. that it's designed to be printed on a book, which it won't be, because who would publish me? <laughs> so better <laughs> to go straight to digital. If you were to draw a traditional Japanese manga versus like a webtoon, do you think one will take longer, more skill set versus the other? When I was really young, like early mid teens, I did try doing a comic in the style. Of traditional Japanese manga, but because I was very energetic as a child, I did it completely traditionally with a dip pen, and I did all the effects、wow. and like zoom lines with the ruler. There was no paint bucket. I didn't use digital tools, so I like filled in all the blacks with a marker. That was probably not smart, but it was pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Nowadays, if I decide to do a manga, it would be purely digitally because why do everything by hand if there are modern tools to solve the same problems? Although, because there are modern tools, I do think webtoons are harder. Even though we don't have a paneling problem as much, it tends to be in full color, which is just an additional thing to worry about. I'm not good with color. I really love doing line work, so I'm worried about doing colors. That be、uh, something you would explore in the future, and maybe you can get some experience and practice to get better at. Well, actually, what I was thinking is I could use my programming money and hire somebody to color for me. That would probably be smarter.、Oh, that makes sense too. What do you feel about like outsourcing for when you're doing your own artistic work? Do you like outsourcing, or do you like collaborating with other people? Do I like outsourcing? I mean, it makes sense to me, right? And I like the idea of collaborating, but I haven't really done it that much yet. It's something I want to explore more in the future. As for outsourcing, I think I used to until I downloaded some software that made it easier to do myself. I basically used to outsource the flatting process to other people. For me, drawing is a hobby, and I will happily pay money to avoid doing the things I like least about drawing, which for me is flatting. You know, people not sure what flatting is. It's basically applying flat colors to a drawing, just applying colors without shading, without shadow. Without lighting, so it's a process that a lot of artists do before they actually finish applying color. Is it because it takes a long time to do that, or if you don't have the right tools, which I didn't at the time, it's basically just coloring in the lines, which I found kind of tedious and boring. Because, well, I mean, like I like the imagination and drawing process, just filling in the lines. I didn't really enjoy that so much. If you were to give one piece of advice to someone aspiring to be an artist, what would it be? I actually talk about this a lot on stream. A lot of people are always asking me like. I want to try drawing too. So how should I get started? I mean, there's a lot of ways to get started. One piece of advice I'd say is if you're just getting started with drawing, it's really important to make sure that you really enjoy the process of drawing more than just the final result. Because as you grow and as you progress as an artist, you're basically not gonna like your own work. You'll be dissatisfied. You'll get frustrated. You'll be upset and angry that you can't adequately execute the great ideas you have in your head. So it's important not to get frustrated by that, but enjoy the. Act of drawing, even if the final result isn't what you imagined. So yeah, enjoy it. Drawing's fun. I guess enjoying the journey as opposed、yeah. to just the end result, right? Yeah, the journey and also the process of drawing. Because even if a drawing sucks, because as an artist, you're gonna have like thousands of sucky drawings that you hate. That's just part of the process. Even if the drawing sucks, 
it's fine because you learned something and next time your drawing will be even better. So you're getting better and better even by drawing something that you're not happy with. Do you think you'll ever get to a point that where you're like completely satisfied with a piece of artwork? That is impossible. <laughs> that will never happen. <laughs> is that mainly true for most artists you feel? I think it's true. I mean, you look at incredible artists that are established in the industry or whatever and you think, oh, surely they're happy with where they are now. But I'm sure there are things that they too want to work on. We just don't have the skill level to see. That's interesting point. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always good to have more room to grow or else it won't be fun anymore if you've kind of reached the top. <laughs> <laughs> I think for every hobby you get into, including drawing, programming too, by the way, there is never like the very top, a pinnacle of programming. You can always learn more. You can always do more. That's what makes these hobbies so interesting. Thank you so much for sharing all your insight with us. Is there any last points you want to share with the audience before we close up for today? <laughs> I hope you guys have a good day. Maybe boil an egg. <laughs> Sunny side up egg. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, the best way of preparing egg is you just fry it in hot oil, get the edges all crispy, and then pour some soy sauce on it and have it on rice. That's the best way of eating an egg. Just just so everybody knows. With some foodie kake. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all your stories and insight today. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>